mother says he was a normal happy boy until he became obsessed with black metal music. Rock and roll! Sounds like Christian Rick. Heavy metal music. The group promotes satanic worship. They're anti-peace and anti-life. Hi everybody and welcome back to a very special episode of the Metal Face podcast. The podcast where normally each week we discuss free heavy metal albums. But this week we're doing something a little bit different. What are we doing this week, Ben? Well, this week, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, Tom, we are talking about Bloodstock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's finally come around. I know, it, it's what, well, as, as we're recording it, it's two weeks away. Exactly two weeks to the day. This two weeks. time in two weeks, we will be at Bloodstock. Settling in for our first night. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how am I feeling? Do you know what? I have mixed emotions. Mixed emotions. I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm afraid. I'm a little bit scared. scared. Yeah. Uh, Normally, by the end of Bloodstock, I am in need of a, a sit down and a cup of tea and a Twix. A nice quiet place. Yeah. To yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> recuperate. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere with like sort of soft music playing in the background. Actually, and obviously that's normally. That is partly bollocks. Normally by day four, I'm thinking, geez, I wish I could stay another couple of days and just roll around in the mud some more. Oh, well, I've got good news for you, Tom. It's five days this year. Oh, my God. We're going on a Wednesday. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so what, a Wednesday. what does that mean? I'm going to be uh, 20% more, t- 25% more wrecked than normal, right? It's a 25% increase. That's not nothing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Tom, I noticed something a little bit different about this week's podcast. Yeah, something does feel a little bit different. What? What is that? What is that yeah. feeling? I've been trying to work it out. Yeah. Something, something's missing. I think, something's... I think I know what it is. All right, I'm, please. I'm wearing a t-shirt this week. The weather's cooled down uh, a little bit. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling the need to be shirtless. Once again, pouring beer over myself to keep myself cool and absorbing yeah. it into my skin that way. Although that is a highly efficient way of getting drunk. I prefer you this way, I'll be honest. Damn. Um, but do you know what, Tom? I don't think that's the thing that I've, I've, been, I've been missing. Um... Is there normally three of us? Is no, that, I don't think so. Is that a thing? No. No. So it must be something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there is there is normally three of us. Where is Josh? Where is our, our third corner of our well, triangle? Look, this comes to a wider point, which is that we're taking a slight, what would you call it? Not quite a pause in the podcast, but we're finding out that, you know, we had a, frankly, earlier in this year... We were all locked in our homes and we had what you might describe as a fucking lot of time on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> and recently, uh, we haven't had quite so much time on our hands. It turns out that the uh, the pressures and the expectations of real life actually involve doing quite a lot. I'd, I'd forgotten what this feeling was like. It has been a long time since I had anything to do. Yeah, it is difficult to record a podcast from a yeah. pub. <laughs> we're working on it. But It'll happen. It, is it will hard. happen, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we are we are minus Josh because Josh, for whatever reason, thinks that it's 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 cooler to go on holiday with his girlfriend. Well, I won't do the girlfriend mm. in inverted commas. She is his girlfriend. <laughs> 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 then it is to record a, a podcast about metal. Who ever heard of that? I know, ridiculous. But he he is very kindly going to record himself giving us his thoughts on the podcast. Exactly. Which we're gonna pepper throughout the show. Yeah, right? we're gonna have a little bit of insight from him now and then. Yeah, on the road, Josh. We're gonna have a reporting from the country. <laughs> reporting from his bunker in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Metal Face listeners from the deepest, darkest reaches of Cornwall. I don't know if you can hear the seagulls and storms and pirates and and waves in the background, but I am unfortunately indisposed this week so i I am i'm speaking to you in this disembodied voice format more disembodied than usual in fact without being able to 
work with my compatriots Ben and Tom. So basically, I am just really excited to hit up a festival again. It's it's been far far too long, particularly in metal, because metal is such a scene which is really built on the live experience. And without being able to go to gigs in a you know in a in a crappy dive bar or in a big festival or something like that, it's just not really been the same. And a lot of the bands we've listened to on the podcast that I've discovered, I I really have a taste to see them live. And I know not that many of them will be on the um, uh, um lineup, but some of them will be, and it'll be great to see them again. Overall, really excited. Gonna a bit afraid to jump in the pit again because I don't think lockdown has been kind to my cardio. And I know lockdown's over now, so I'm I'm running out of that excuse. But even still, I don't think I'll have recovered in time to properly mosh. So I might have to be a bit of, you know, bring my camping chair, sit down, jump in for half a song, go back out and recover with a beer. But either way, it's going to be good. So, should we talk about Bloodstock, Ben? Yes. Yeah. So, how many times have you been to Bloodstock, Tom? Can you even count Ooh, fuck. that high? Okay, I, if I figure this out, I can I'm not questioning your maths abilities. <laughs> can I even count in general? <laughs> I think the first year I went, I was 18. I don't think I would have been 17. So this would be year nine, but couldn't go last year, obviously. So that knocks one of out. Of course. And the year before that was the first time I'd missed it after a run of about seven years. Someone can write in and tell Jeez. me how bad my maths is there. <laughs> so yeah, this will be, ooh, let's see, the eighth, the eighth time I've been to Bloodstock. So if you add that all Damn, up, what's nice. eight times four and a half? <laughs> 36. Cut the pause. So, in total, I've spent... <laughs> yeah. In total, I've spent over a month for Bloodstock. I will have spent over a month for Bloodstock after this. A month of yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah, And I've got to say, I have hashtag no regrets. It is a really good festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've probably been two or three mm-hmm. times. So... I haven't reached your veteran status yet. <laughs> do they recognise you when you're walking in at this point? I do, well, no, but I do recognise people who have been year on year. Some of these people, if I'm going this year, I would have known for like almost a decade and literally only seen them... Based on four days yeah, once yeah, a year. Yeah, literally. But, you know, it's it's totally true that the, the bonds that you form at festivals, they form pretty deep, don't they? Mm. You end up like oh, yeah. camping it's, with some randomers you've never met. And by the end of it, you're like, I think they call that, you're just your best buds. I think that's joint trauma, isn't it? <laughs> We've got a survivor's group. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we getting so to... So this year, we're... <laughs> it's all right. We're in, we're how on... does Josh stop us we're... from doing this? <laughs> we're on good pace here. That's good. So this year... Um... No, that's what you just fucking said. <laughs> well, you liked yours more. Yeah. <laughs> so how are we getting to Bloodstock this year, Ben? Normally... I go up with my good friend Mike, but he has a baby and a job and a house and probably a dog. I don't know. And, you know well, he's got a life basically, and uh, so he's not going ah. this year. But us, us, us fools, we're still going. Yeah. How- and for the first time, I'm driving to Bloodstock, and you and Josh will be joining me in the car. We've got our we, well, playlist. We've, we've possibly ready, got right? an addition as well and another person, but we don't know yet. It's a little bit up in the uh, air. We might be. Com- I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah, we might be. Con- I- we might be completing the the. The, what, so what's what's four a, co- a quadlet the quadruple a quartet a quartet <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna have a metal quartet <laughs> barbershop quartet <laughs> but yeah we're gonna be piling what do you reckon three crates each 18 per crate that's gotta be 180 beers or something into the car minimum unless we have four in minimum. which case it's over 200 and then we're gonna yeah, drive my rear axle is just gonna be like dragging along the <laughs> motorway <laughs> Oh god, don't break down. I've been on too many road trips where I've broken down. And we've got a playlist in the works as well, haven't we? I say this, oh, yeah. but like I've pretty much just spammed it with black metal. And maybe we should cut that and start again, put some actual classics on there. 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how long. You said we were going to put a place together, and then you sent yours, and it's like five hours long, and it's mm-hmm. a two and a half hour drive mm-hmm. or something. So I feel like you've well, okay. Not only <laughs> what I was imagining was doing a sort of shuffle playlist where it's all the best. It's all just random tracks and loads of good albums, putting loads mm. of albums on there, but. I'm starting to come around to your way of thinking that maybe we should just put all of our favorite songs on there between the three well, of us. Do you think, like, sort it into an order? Because, I mean, what do we what do we start with when we leave? When you get in the car, you switch ignition on. I was just thinking some Motorhead, honestly. Oh That's yeah, the best, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting the road music, right? Well, yeah, it's incredible driving music. I wonder if by the end of like a nearly three hour drive of all of our favorite songs, which is just going to be like all bangers, which is going to be sick of <laughs> like upbeat music. It's like, can we just have like a dud track in the middle? Well, I, I got to like, be honest, you know, normally a blood about halfway through, I guess so sick of it. And then it starts to pick up again. You know what I mean? It's like the <laughs> yeah. darkest, it's like the dark night of the soul. You start out, you start out the journey loving metal. And then the middle, in the, right in the middle, you question it and you're like, fuck this. And then by the end, you're like, oh, I love it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and you are you've called shotgun well in advance. I did, yeah. So I called shotgun before I knew you had a car. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> but oh yeah, I tell you what else is a good driving song. It's uh, Nightcrawler by Judas Priest. That's an absolute banger. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of Priest as well. To be fair, yeah, yeah, Priest would be good. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good road trip up. I am going to be drinking beer and pissing out the window. Josh going to be you drinking beer and pissing in his own mouth. Be... What, drinking no, beer or pissing out no, the window? No, pissing inside or out of the car. Not inside or out of the car. So no. I can't piss ever again anywhere. <laughs> you can't piss whilst in the car, but your piss is exiting the car. Okay, so I have you to... You have to be fully out of uh, the car. So if I'm on the roof? Yeah, that's fine, okay, actually. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. We'll do that. We'll do it like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're arriving on, like I said, the Wednesday. And oh, fucking hell, yeah. Jesus Christ. Doing the, the traditional setup, the yeah. finding of space well, the, trying to squeeze our tent in it's a lot of moving parts and it's exactly the sort of thing that stresses me out a lot which is trying to link up with everyone that you're going with in the queue to arrive at the same place at the same time and yeah i mean i just i gotta say like a lot of people are just fucking slow and not as not as driven as i am <laughs> <laughs> and it always stresses me out i'm always like come on gotta, gotta, gotta. yeah i think for the two years i've been you've organized that and I've always just thought it seems so easy and so straightforward, but now I'm realising that actually it's probably quite horrible. <laughs> well, you've got a soldier on a head, you see, and I was carrying a trolley of like, yeah, like 60 beers, and I had a big bag on my back, and I was wearing a leather jacket, and it was quite hot, and I was just like marching along like, fucking, come on! <laughs> but we did get a really good we did get a really good camp in a really good spot so although I don't and know we are camping to be honest, in Midgard again right? Yeah, that's what I'm going to aim for, definitely. But to be honest, I'm starting to feel like I'll have a good time wherever we camp. As long as it's not like oh, a yeah. quiet campsite or whatever. Midgard, Ironwood. I think the thing is, there's Midgard, Ironwood, Asgard and Valhalla. And then there's Hell, which is a quiet camp. And then there's VIP camping for wankers. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not the full title. <laughs> it's VIP camping for wankers and dickheads. The, um... <laughs> oh. But I mean... It's Jeez. all about the... No matter where you camp, you can always get to the arena in, like, what, 10... No, less than 10 minutes. Yeah, five yeah. minutes, max. It's not one of those, like, so like apparently insanely download, massive festivals. It is, like, right? a half-hour walk. Oh, yeah. When I went to Grasspop in Belgium, which is about the same size as Download, right. I think it was about a half-hour walk. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was one of those times when, you know, like, a band finishes, and you're like, oh, I want to see the next band. 
I definitely haven't got time to go and get grab a beer from the campsite. Yeah. It's going to take me an hour round trip. <laughs> I know, I know. There's always a thing when you get to Bloodstock as well. It's like, you maybe drink a beer or two like in the queue on the way in kind of mm. thing. But then you yeah. get to the campsite and you're like, right. <laughs> yeah, I've got to, yeah, no. <laughs> I need to be sober to, for this like, part. <laughs> I've got to figure this out. I've got to set up my tent. And then I've got to like probably like blow up a sleep mat or whatever. You, yeah. you want to ideally undo your like sleeping bag or whatever and just chuck that down. Just so it's ready to go yeah. so you don't have to think about it. Scooch some stuff around. Maybe get a chair out, whatever. Yeah, because then... you want to do this now. Because yeah. you don't want to be doing this in six hours yeah. when it's dark and you're completely fucked. Which I have attempted to do before and just slept on a completely deflated sleep mat with my jacket as my duvet. I, I, <laughs> Right, I'm not as hardcore as I used to be because this year I'm bringing a, a, a sleeping bag and a pillow. Ooh. Whereas I've been Whoa. to Bloodstock before without a sleeping bag or a sleep mat or a pillow and just climbed <laughs> into the tent and lay on the floor and use my put my jacket like over me as like a duvet. I've seen it. And I just don't think I can do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, I remember one I'm night twenty two anymore. I remember one night, Bloodstock, you talking to me what I thought was from your tent. It was only when I got out of my tent the next morning and found you sleeping next to my tent on the floor. <laughs> I realised why I could night. hear you so well. <laughs> I also remember early in the morning when your girlfriend called me and I answered in my tent and we had a big conversation over the phone. And then we hung up hung up the phone and you were like, hey Tom, hey Ben. <laughs> like a yeah. foot away, like nothing yeah. separating us. <laughs> yeah, like two very thin bits of fabric, basically. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, God. Good grief! Yeah, once it's—I think once the tent is set up, that's when it starts. Yeah, for me. And I can finally just fully relax. Well, what you want to do is, when... you know, everyone sits around, they have a good beer, the camp's all set up and stuff, and then you go for a good fucking walk around the campsite. And normally, yeah, gotta go have a little little nose, exactly. See what yeah. food's on offer. I normally, see an absolute ton of people that I know from like the Bristol scene and like maybe Exeter, not London, not yet. <laughs> haven't met anyone Not yet, yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you know occasionally catch up with some old people or whatever old people <laughs> catch up with some old mates or whatever you know my favourite bit though is when the arena like properly opens and you can go and just stand in front oh, yeah. of the giant stage with no one there and just be like whoa yep it's all going to unfold here <laughs> yeah man and it, it's so fucking cool like the scale of the scale of these setups when you see the stages and stuff is just brilliant oh yeah I'll never forget yeah. going to Sonosphere Festival and I worked as like I worked as staff so I was just like doing drinks and stuff but I got to see all the headliners which was um, what was it Prodigy Metallica and Iron Maiden Ooh. like just got to see them nice. all for free and then like I saw, also saw Airstorm Gojira on my lunch breaks fucking brilliant that's pretty good I suggest working at <laughs> festivals in general to be honest yeah because yeah. you normally there's like a, you have to do like a minimum four hours a day but then i remember like i think it was on like the last night or something you know all the staff are like sort of packing down not packing down like you know cleaning down their like food stores and stuff like that yeah so they put up on the big screens next to the stage they put up some kind of monster by metallica and i watched basically oh, yeah. the whole thing just sat practically it was me and this um girl that i was working with sat like practically almost alone in front of this stage and just watch the whole of that documentary nice. on like a giant screen nice. at night. That was good. Very lucky with the weather that year. Beautiful. Oh yeah, <laughs> weather. Yeah. We'll come on to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's on your list of stuff to bring? Speaking of not bringing a sleeping Ooh. bag. Yeah, there's there's the obvious stuff, you know, the the sleeping bag, the tent. The sleeping bag, tent, <laughs> sleep mat. Yep. Tent. This is the first bag, year I'm bringing tent, a um, mat, tent. How many tents are you bringing? <laughs> This is the first year I'm bringing one of those trolley things. Yeah. So I can 
carry my beer that Always way. I don't know why I've never done that before. Well, no, I was thinking about this. I think it's the fact that it's five days has made me realise I'm not going to be able to physically carry that much beer. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Should we carry a crate in and then go back for the beer? Because it's probably only like a 20-minute round trip. Yeah. And carry, like dragging a trolley of beer is probably easier without a huge bag on your back. We'll have to work out how far away we are. This might be too technically boring to talk about that's probably true <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's probably that's probably a good idea we'll, we'll have to work it out when we get we'll there figure it see out. the distances yeah yeah i always kind of i always wonder what to bring in terms of clothes because you never know right layers layers is the way to go do you reckon yeah definitely right. because then you can you have full customizability mm. based on the mm. weather right if it gets a little bit too warm take off one of those layers well essentially what i'm going to bring is probably about three t-shirts Two pairs of denim shorts. Black denim, of course, <laughs> by the way, guys. Of course. Uh, you know, two hoodies and my leather jacket. And in other words, everything that I own anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you in three different t-shirts. <laughs> no, I actually just bought two new t-shirts. Dark Throne and Chainsaw Holy Squid. Here's one. Shit. Look, look, listeners. Great. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking of bringing a gazebo this year as well, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but hopefully that will last more than 24 hours. <laughs> Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's good in the sun and it's good in the rain, but it's not good in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) What it does in the wind is uproots on one side and cuts someone in half in their sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, those are the risks you take. Yeah, I don't think I've got anything like that unusual in my bag. You know, like, it's not like I'm bringing any any special. No, I've got no tips, really. Like, you know, I. Basically, clothes, beer. Tent. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what more do you need, you know? I looked up a, um essential festival packing list mm-hmm. yesterday to get an idea of what uh, maybe I'm missing out was on. Was it like a Glastonbury um, glamping thing? Oh, Don't yeah. Yeah, it was It was totally wrong. It, yeah, your uh, your LED glow sticks. Um, <laughs> biodegradable glitter. Okay, that was a big one. To be fair, I have seen glow sticks at Bloodstock, and I remember this vividly. Do you know this story? <laughs> don't know <laughs> there was just glow sticks being chucked around in the dj tent right at the end of the night and my mate okay. was like he was like i'll oh, break it open and just like pour it over my head so i was there for <laughs> ages trying to crack this glow stick open you know when you bend it until it goes like white yeah and then i kind of like yeah. wrenched it apart on his like above his face and it Ugh. hit his forehead and went down into his eyes now it turns out we didn't know this, <laughs> but glow sticks highly, highly acidic. He became a skull. <laughs> incredibly painful to get in your eyes. So he was oh, literally whoa. almost like on his knees, like screaming in pain. Oh my god! I had to like get some randomer to help me like pick him up, and we practically carried him to the like DJ tent. Not the DJ Jesus tent. Sorry, <laughs> carried him back in. Yeah, <laughs> took him back to the DJ tent. <laughs> We carried him to the first aid tent, and I got there, and I was only wearing like a leather jacket and like short shorts and like boots, looking like a fucking pillow because it was. And then like we got there, and they were like gave him a form, and they were like, "Can you write down your reason for coming?" And he was like, "I can't fucking see." And I was like, "I, I-, I could probably handle this." And it was like reason for coming, and I was just like, I filled in like a load of details, like my details and stuff. But then I was like, "Wait, but it's not me going in." I was like, oh, whatever. And it was Great. like reason for visit, and I was just like, ah. Oh stupidity (laughs) (laughs) i bet they get a lot of that (laughs) and then he was lying there and they like sprayed this like clear liquid in his eyes and he was like (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) but But now he can always see in the dark so it's not all bad yeah now his eyes glow green (laughs) (laughs) but only if you snap them right (laughs) give him a little crunch (laughs) christ Oh, that was God. a result of, uh, of, of of heavy drinking, and I feel like drinking is something that 
you have to consider when you go to Bloodstock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking of bringing three crates of probably about 18 beers. Is that going to be enough? No, probably not. It's probably not, is it? Yeah, I feel like you said one a day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this mate. is your last estimate. Well, that's the thing. I always bring three crates of 18 beers, and they're always done by, like, the second day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think God. to some extent you do have to factor giving them to other people, because some random comes to your camp, yeah. you're having a good chat with them, give them a beer or two. It's pretty much standard. Yeah, pay a traveller a beer. You can always... Like telling me your story. You always scab beers <laughs> off people. Right, maybe I'll bring four crates of eighteen each. My my strategy is though, go for something that's not. Should have su- bought that roof rack. Yeah, I know. I told you, mate. Go for something that's not super strong with the beer. Oh yeah, because you're gonna be drinking like all day. Yeah, and it's gonna be. I'm warm. not gonna be one of those people who think they're really hardcore and drink like an eight percent beer and then end up face down in the mud. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'll make Chris. You know, I think last year bought like he bought like forty. 15% peanut butter stouts with him Ooh. and just drank that all weekend. Do you know what? One of those sounds quite nice. I bet by <laughs> yeah. that third one you're starting to regret. <laughs> they weren't small cans either. I do feel like I want to bring something like, I don't know, mead or Jaeger or like mm. red wine. <laughs> <laughs> red wine. <laughs> Get some champagne. That's going to be nice <laughs> when it's 35 <laughs> degrees inside your tent. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, you don't refrigerate red wine, do you? Mold wine. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, the spices of bloodstock. Mm. <laughs> Naturally occurring <laughs> spices. Scraping off people's backs with a credit card in the crowd. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely, jubbly. I think mead's a good shout. Yeah, mead. Is, I think mead would be a good shout. Mm. Let's try and get some of that. Something like that. It's not super yeah. strong, but it's super nice, and like you kind of feel the desire to like sip it in smaller amounts rather than just like yeah. I'm a big fan, fan of my like liqueur rums. You know, like get a mm, honey rum or something. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. That's not it's a meant bad to shout. Warm you up. Yeah, and probably drink far too much of on the first night and then have none left. <laughs> I do remember actually after like a night of blood suck, like getting my bottle of rum out of the tent, and it was like there was like a third left, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's just Who's like drinking my rum? It's just like going to bust. It's just like pouring beer down a drain, you know. And like, I definitely have gotten pretty fucked up there. But quite often, because you're drinking for such a long period of time, mm. you're a bit more paced, aren't you? Yeah, 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 definitely. It's not like a night out where you're like concerned that you haven't got much time left. Yeah, you're sort of like you're never like, oh, I'm should we have another one real quick? You just neck it off, and then you're like, oh fuck, I yeah. feel like shit in the taxi. You can just yeah. you can just drink endlessly <laughs> and, and fall down when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wherever wherever you lay your head. At home. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, there's one other thing that we should talk about, which is always a big factor for festivals in England, which is the weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, there aren't forecasts this far ahead at the moment. As I say, we're recording on the 28th of July, so we don't really mm. know. Now, I've got a theory, but it's quite raining. It's quite raining. <laughs> yeah, it is quite raining. <laughs> I've got a theory that as it's raining right now, and it's meant to be raining for the next couple of days, there won't be any rain left, mm. which means it will have to be dry, right? That's how weather works. Best you can hope for at a festival, in my opinion, is not windy, mm. not rainy, part cloudy, part sunny, and like yes. 25 degrees or something. So you can walk around without your show or whatever. Ooh. You don't get like fucking baked. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. Yep. Well, <laughs> I am dreaming, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, here's the thing we have, no, we have absolutely no idea. And I've been to really rainy festivals before that have been great fun. And I've been to really oh, sunny yeah. ones where you just are absolutely exhausted by midday so there's you know there's yeah there's good sides to all of it really. oh yeah yeah, yeah. when um the only yeah, thing when I was is in pop in belgium it was 35 degrees and oh, that was yeah. that was too much that does sound like, like too much right yeah but then I also think, um, you don't want four and, days of rain because that, that sucks as well yeah totally no 
it's that it's that perfect middle ground mm. that we're all hoping for. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't mind a little bit of rain. It will rain. So. It always rains. Oh, yeah. yeah. It always rains. And no matter what you do, you're going to wake up in the morning with the inside of your tent just full of condensation. Yeah. Jesus. Which, as soon as you, like, wobble it, it's all going to fall on you and it's going to be horrendous. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I went to some... Morning shower. Had some, <laughs> had some very funny festivals. We, there was, we went to one... Yeah, I can't remember which year it was. I want to say, like, 2015 or something like that. It had been chucking it down. Like, proper chucking mm. it down for, like, two days. We had some good weather the other two days. My friend Chris had not taken off his shoes let alone Ooh. dried his feet or anything like that for Ooh. yeah about three days by that point and he started to find it quite hard to walk like his feet were like hurting and he Jesus took Christ. he took his shoes off and his feet were like purple and the skin was just like flaying away from them basically that is disgusting and there was a real sense of a real smell of rot in the air so he went Ooh. to the he went to like the medic's tent they gave him a wheelchair and they drew a line on his foot in a sharpie which i don't think sounds that professional and they were like look if it goes past here you're in danger okay that's like when trench foot's setting in <laughs> wow okay and so you know what we did ben we got him to show off his i'm, I'm seeing we got him to show off his rotting foot yeah might yeah. be right. And uh, we were saying, hmm, how much would someone have to pay you to lick that? For me, how, how much would I have to be paid? Um, I don't think the campsite could collectively afford that. <laughs> because I'm not licking that foot. I'd do it for a grand, yeah. Yeah, I probably would as well. I'd probably do it at a festival for 50 quid, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wouldn't sing that low. <laughs> <laughs> that's 10 pints of beer. Actually, no, that's less than 10 pints of beer. That's at least some beer. It's certainly yeah. some beer, which you'll need to wash the taste of that foot from your mouth. Oh, yeah, I haven't thought about the taste. Yeah. Anyway. Those bloodstock spices we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we had a little whip round, and we managed to get about, I'd say about £3.64 together. Okay, that's not enough. No one's going to do it for that. Someone did, Ben. Someone did. Of course they did. If you're listening, Eddie, good man. You did us proud. Well done, Eddie. Well done! <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, fucking hell. I also saw um, Amon Amarth in the middle of essentially a thunderstorm, which was quite... Which was pretty fucking That's good. pretty cool. There was, like, steam yeah. rising from the crowd. It was so, like, hot. And, but obviously the rain Oof. was just, like, coming down. It was... Yeah, mm. that was really cool, actually. That was really cool. And the thing is, you never... Mm. You never care after the fact, do you? Oh, no. Yeah. Nah, nah. Once you've got you can always dry out. Cold. Chris's feet might not ever be able to dry out. But <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you will. And Eddie's children will always look up into the face of a man who once licked a rotten foot for three pounds seventy-eight. Oh, three seventy-eight. Now for three seventy-eight, I would do it. What did I say before? Three <laughs> sixty-four. <laughs> seventy-eight, sixty-four. So, talking of these disgusting dares and uh, just the the shenanigans that go on at Bloodstock. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. There are some pretty reliable antics that you can see every year, right? Yeah, so the antics, uh, the antics, the festival antics. Mm. I feel like, we'll get into bands in a minute, because that is, bands are obviously the, uh, the we are going to talk about like, bands. I guess the main reason for going. But, yeah. I think realistically, I wouldn't just go and see all those bands in a gig, one gig after another for like a couple of days. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, that would be weird. <laughs> the, the antics that go on at the campsite really are why i go i think these oh, yeah. days always yeah you're just hanging out with a bunch of people being idiots and then occasionally breaking that up by seeing a band you're hanging out <laughs> with people who are into the same weird shit you are and they're also drinking a lot and they always have a shitload of energy and they're also all just fucking happy not to be at work for like yeah, five and we're not days. just talking about the immediate campsite are we we're talking about the thousands of people yeah the thousands of people who are around it's fantastic it's such a fantastic atmosphere and like late at night it's pretty it's a pretty damn good chance, unless they've taken them away, which they do try and do sometimes, that there's gonna be 
<laughs> giant weenie bins for none other than binge jousting. Oh yeah. How would you describe binge yeah, jousting? Yeah, binge jousting. Um, you have two combatants. I'm gonna say. Yeah. 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 Or riders. Two experienced riders step forward in the crowd. <laughs> They really do Looking. as well. Someone, some like nerdy little metalhead like, jumps onto a jumps onto a mighty steed, a, a giant, you know, like a wheelie mm. bin. Not a, not a mm. not like a wheelie bin you have outside your house, but like the kind you have. No, no, no. Outside a of like a restaurant, you know. Oh yeah, an industrial bin. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. He mounts it and then looks straight ahead at his looks enemy, straight in the opponent. eye. So they they draw the bins back down the path of the uh, through the campsite, right? There's only a huge oh, yeah. crowd of people along this path. And then they get a bunch of people. The atmosphere is electric. Everyone's holding their breath. Every- everyone's holding their drinks. Holding their horns. <laughs> <laughs> and their titties. <laughs> yeah, most of them. And then a bunch of people gather around these bins and run them together until they slam into each other at quite a high speed. I've seen people go flying oh, yeah. off. But the idea is that you jump onto your opponent's bin and throw them off. And whoever mm. falls to the ground first, and it's not like it's a short way. It's it's a good sort of three or four feet up, you know. <laughs> Bins are big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Throws them off. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's jousting slash wrestling. Yeah, on a bin. In one spot. <laughs> yeah, on a bin. <laughs> Propelled by drunken metalheads. Yeah, and the thing is, like, so many years they like chain them up or something. You're like, oh, and then later on the night they just like found one that wasn't chained up. And just <laughs> wheeled it. <laughs> we off found a wild one. <laughs> but it really is like you, yeah. you set out from your campsite. Like, Let's go and find some fucking antics. And you got to walk around a bit, but then you'll see a crowd, and there'll just be like a hundred people walking, all just like chanting something. You more deb, you more yep. deb. That's one of my yep. favorites. <laughs> Hypno town. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you get all sorts of just fucking drunken sing-alongs and all that kind of thing oh yeah and there's also there tends to normally be a bit of a wrestling going on as well yeah yeah which i've partaken in a few times have you ever done that ben no yeah no i think the first wrestling fight i saw someone got knocked out yeah and i was just like yeah that was you very know funny. looked at the beer in my hand and just thought if i'm gonna get brain damaged i'm doing it this yeah <laughs> Well, because it's like you normally get a big crowd of people gathered around and you just pretty much get two people in the middle to just like fight pretty much. Like, you know, it's grappling, no no punching, no kicking, no biting, no gouging. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's... And to be fair, like genuinely, to be fair, the um, the organisers of these fights are actually quite on it, yeah. which is not what I expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do take the rules quite seriously. you just got to hold them down for like five or ten or something like that. Mm. So I, I did this and I, I won a few rounds, so I was getting a bit cocky. And then I'd turn around and see the next guy, and this guy comes out of the crowd. And was just like, well, he just <laughs> he just lumbers out, and he's this massive, great big fat guy with like long hair, just like drinks a beer, and it's all just like pouring down his chest, and he's like, <laughs> eats the beer can, <laughs> <laughs> puts a cigarette out of his tongue, and I went into like we just like went for each other, and he just fell on top of me. And I was practically—it was like a—it was like a weighted duvet, basically. I was just like <laughs> stuck to the ground for like ten seconds. And I was like, "Well, yep, that seems fair." There is a video of that fight actually somewhere out there. We'll have to find it. Yeah. And ah, oh, mate, I can't wait to see that kind of shit going on again. Yeah, there, there's there's all kinds of antics. I can't wait to see what people have fought up in the last yeah. <laughs> like eighteen months of isolation, where everyone's just gone absolutely insane. I know. Oh <laughs> my god. Be, who knows? 
Who knows? I'm really fucking excited, actually. Oh, yeah. Whenever I'm, like, you know, just by myself, having a, you know... <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Whenever I'm just by myself, I start to get a bit like, Ooh, you know what, I'm a little bit scared. What am I going to do? Am I too old for this? And then I, whenever I talk to anyone about it, I just get so much like, yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> it's like it's like agreeing to something, and then as soon as everyone turns away, you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> You'll fight next week, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never done the binge out thing because the first time I saw someone do it, they fell off and broke their wrists like quite badly. Ooh. And I always think that. You know, if I break my wrist, then my my career as an artist is essentially over. <laughs> but then it doesn't stop me yeah, from moshing that, or anything. So I feel like I feel like we can safely say bin jousting is more dangerous than moshing. Yeah, because also if you go flying at someone, you take them down off the bin. You could still land on your neck. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty dangerous. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying bin jousting is smart, but it's definitely entertaining. <laughs> it is like it is actually like a blood sport, basically. You have people gathered yeah. around, like yelling, like "fucking kill him!" And some guy yeah. like a nosebleed, and two people like you know. <laughs> wrestling the Colosseum suddenly makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Giant Roman bins being slammed into each other. <laughs> At wooden bins. <laughs> <laughs> Just exploding into splinters. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, are we going to talk about the bands at Bloodstock? <laughs> Wait, there are bands playing? I think some of the time. I've heard that there are bands playing. I'm not really sure, but we're going to take... There's rumours that there are bands playing, so we're going to take these rumours seriously and see what we think mm. of the rumoured bands that are apparently playing at Bloodstock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this, but I am generally one of those people who will go and see a lot of the bands. So Are you really? Uh, di- didn't you one year like not see a band? Well, no. <laughs> No, one year I saw five bands over four days, which is an average of like (laughs) 1.25 a day. (laughs) And that's amazing because I've seen that many bands by accident in one day. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I think just some years it ends up being more about the party, some years it ends up being more about the band. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm honestly struggling this year Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. the lineup's undoubtedly been a challenge obviously there's travel restrictions and stuff yeah. and i think one thing that's worth mentioning is that the lineup this year is like a really interesting there's not the normal consistent logic to it they've kind of they've kind of had to slot bands in where they f- where they fit given the logic of like who they can actually book do you know what i mean yeah let's try and figure out how to say this properly <laughs> <laughs> i think with the travel restriction i think this year this is like the best of british metal in a way mm-hmm. like you're getting every type of there's still a great range of metal. And they're pretty much all from Britain. Yeah, well, I like... mean, you know, it is cool because you've got you've got people like Judas Priest who, like, got, well, you know, need no introduction. Yeah. Cradle of Filth, like, that is a classic fucking band that you're like, oh, they're British. Yeah, yeah, they're British. They're not they're, they're not Finnish, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got guys like Skindred who, like, you know, not, not like, I'm not a huge fan, but people fucking love them. Good for them, you know. And then, you know, headlining yeah. on the... Uh, Sophie stage. You've got bands like Napalm Death, Evil Scarecrow, yeah. Bloodstock. This is what I mean. This is Onslaught, like this is you know. some, these are some huge British names. Yeah. Right? As much as it would have been fucking amazing to be able to have the usual selection of you know American, European yeah, like, bands yeah. from all over the which world, which is which is great. I mean, I love that when we when we when we get. Yeah. There. If it could be that way, then that's how I'd pick it. But it's going to be a unique lineup. It is by virtue of the fact that no one else can get here. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a festival like no other because I mean this is. This is for me going to be the first time I've been to a gig since 
Yeah. March last year, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, didn't so, even, yeah, I don't think I went to a gig in March anyway. It's going to be my first gig since seeing <laughs> my mate's band Side Effects play at the Louisiana. So they've got bands playing on the Wednesday. First day. They do, and this has surprised some people. But it doesn't surprise me because Onslaught are fucking fantastic and I've known mm, about them And they are headlining the Sophie time. Lancaster stage yeah. on Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So so what can I expect if I was to come see Onslaught? Because I've not really listened to Onslaught. Onslaught are quintessential thrash metal. This is going to sound like not the biggest compliment in the world, but they are just like, they're kind of like a distillation of all those. So it, they're thrash. They're just fucking thrash as fuck. But I do think that's that fine, they... Man. Like, yeah, proper thrash, I, like just straight up. Good yeah, fresh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're from Bristol, no, actually. So the uh, singer hey. used to... He used to judge the Metal to the Masses thing, which is the you know where the bands can like audition, essentially, for a series of contests to play at Bloodstone. Yeah. And the um, the singer was the judge on that. So he, I, I used to see him fairly often, actually. He's, uh, yeah, he's a nice chap. Yeah, and he's got an incredible voice, actually. But they, ha- they write some very catchy songs, I think. It's going to be a great way to kick off, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I actually saw Onslaught over Rob Zombie one year because, like, Ooh. just that fucking circle pit, that crowd, the fresh, the fresh man. Yeah, the first mosh. That's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a test of fitness. <laughs> well, so slightly before that, they have Raised by Owls, who are they're kind of grindcore, yeah. but they're more of like the death metal side of grindcore, a bit slammy. Yeah, I um, I listened to their uh, yeah, no. Ainsley Harriet advises you to give your meat a good, good old. Yeah. <laughs> I was also a fan of Ross Kemp on Gangbangs. That was. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's going to be They're, a real uh... laugh. It's sort of one of those bands where, yeah. like, if I feel like it, I'll go and see them. But if I miss them, I don't know their stuff too well. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of bands as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully catching Beholder. Um, so what sort of stuff's that? They've got it's a it's a prog metal band. <laughs> They've got kind of like a mastodon like epicness to them. Oh, where... cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking like um I feel like at this point the sky kind of mastodon, you know. Oh really? Like, oh nice. I mean yeah, I feel like I, at this point I will just go and see bands just like just for the hell of standing there, man. Like there's so many bands that I feel like I want to see, but I just know as well it's gonna be really hard to leave the campsite and just be around people drinking and having a good time. Yeah. This year is gonna be the worst for being torn between bands and campsites. Well that's so a fucking good problem to have as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's have a quick word from Josh on that yeah what does josh want to see on wednesday so wednesday is very much kind of a beginning day for me it's a bit quieter i think it's a nice kind of lineup to ease you into the festival i'm glad it's not the whole set of stages that are going to be online i think i'd probably die if it was five whole days of sorry four whole days of just complete chaos and full-on musical force the big guys for me on wednesday are actually beholder i really love their kind of big melodic prog style it's something I really dig. You know, one of my favourite bands when I was younger is Dream Theatre. And these guys don't sound that similar. They deliver the same kind of big melodic riffs and the hooks that I really, really dig. And I really like. And I think it'll be great to kick off with perhaps a few smaller bands that I'm not as familiar with. Some nice prog. Ease me in. Have a couple of beers. In bed by 10. Wake up the next day. Ready to rock. That sounded really cringe. But you get the idea. Well, we don't know what he said yet. So we can just be like, well, that sounds shit. Anyway, on Thursday. <laughs> so have you got anyone you want to see on Thursday? Yeah, there's a couple of bands on the Sophie stage I'm interested in. Um, one that I think we should all go and see, which mm-hmm. I think would be pretty interesting, is Seeving Akira. Oh, right, yeah. They're okay. like a dance metal band. They have oh, like a really? really weird mix between like techno, dance, electronic, and metal. Wow, that's and... cool, yeah. It's always interesting to see that stuff, isn't it? 
Yeah, I only rediscovered them a couple of days ago. Like mm. I've gone through the entire lineup and listened to at least one song by every band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do that just so I know what's playing. Yeah. And um, see if anything. Yeah, they out. were really interesting, really unique. You yeah. know, that's something I think it would make for an interesting show. Yeah, no, that sounds really cool. I, I'm, always, I'm definitely up for seeing a lot of like kind of different stuff this year. I feel like it's a really good year for Fresh, and you know, hopefully there'll it's be. It's a really good year for Fresh. Really holy good shit. Year for Fresh. <laughs> and hopefully there'll be some good uh, black metal as well to catch. I know there's a couple of bands on the lineup. But like some some of the more in between stuff, I'm not as much of a fan of, a fan of. But that's fine. You don't have to see that many bands per day to get your fill. So a band that I am looking forward to seeing on the Thursday is The Crawling. I've only like really got into one oh, of yeah. their songs. It's called An Immaculate Deception, but it's really fucking good. And I kind of feel like What's, are they like a doom death thing? Am I right? I feel like they have a kind of black metal feel to them, but it's very much oh, okay. like doomy, slow. It's it's just in such a dark kind of world, you know. I like Ooh, it a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So that that's someone I want to see. There's quite a few I want to see on a Sophie stage on Thursday, but the second one that I'd really like to call out is a uh, King Witch. It's okay, yeah. Stoner occult stuff. Nice, 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 nice. I'm gonna be right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine yeah. that. Well, I mean that lines us up pretty well because King Witch, the crawling, and then Hacktivist are they're sort of like rap metal kind of thing. But as you were saying yeah. earlier, I kind of just want to see some weird shit and just be like, oh, what's this about? What are the fans here like? And sometimes you will see a genre that you basically don't like on record live and be like, hey, that's actually kind of cool. You know? Yeah, I, th- I think I've seen Hacktivist live before and they are really good. Like, it's not something I really listen to, like say, on album, but yeah. live. Yeah, I'm definitely up for it. Yeah. So how are you feeling about the Jägermeister stage? Anything you want to see Thursday? Well, see, I, I'm so bad at keeping up with all that. I've barely seen any bands on the Jägermeister stage in general, but I'm much more well, up for this year just going and standing there and having a look but king corpse judging by the logo and the name sounds like a black metal band so maybe i think they're a doom prog band but sure (laughs) if i can make one recommendation though i would say master charger are really fucking good they're like a again doom stoner kind of experience which is gonna be a lot of my choices but man they are they sound really good yeah okay that's cool and just before we move on to friday i just wanted to call out a couple on the Hobgoblin New Blood stage because yeah. it's always good to see the, the really small bands making Oh yeah, no, it's great. And it's such a big thing for them. I feel like it's so good to just go and show your support like, mm. no matter what. There's a band called um, The Best Medicine who I listen to and they're like a kind of rock metal kind of thing. Like hard rock, rock slash metal. Yeah. And they're kind of like Americanized rock and roll, heavy metal. Yeah. Just having a fucking party and it's... Okay, um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Best Medicine is whiskey right like this it's, uh, it's all about drinking and having a good time yeah it's gonna be a good one i feel like i know many many bands like that but maybe that's okay it'd be fun right it'd be fun let's go oh, yeah, yeah let's go get stuck in why not what do you think josh thinks about thursday i don't know what does josh think about thursday let's let's have a listen yeah so thursday's a good day for me it, it, it's not quite as big as obviously friday saturday sunday but there's a couple of bands i'm really excited for the biggest of them definitely is hacktivist i've seen hacktivist live a few times and they've been great um they're a really cool fusion of kind of grime and gent and they've just had a kind of a couple of lineup changes so it's gonna be really exciting to see them play their new album i also really hope they play some of the back catalogue because they've got some really banging tracks from back in the day that i, I really want to see kind of deployed on the big stage at bloodstock you know i think the biggest venue i've seen them in has been was it was a tiny bar in london with probably a few hundred people so seeing them with a big crowd at a festival playing some of their hits is going to be great otherwise you know the big guys for me aren't really lawnmower death but rather the crawling i think they're a band i've not heard a huge amount of before the festival to be honest so they're a bit new for me but they have a really cool dark doomy style 
but still have that kind of melody and energy that keeps you going for a festival, which you really need. You know, you, you can't just sit there in a field in the rain, nodding along to some sludge. Well, I guess you could. I don't really want to do that. Um, and finally, Thursday for me, famine will also be cool, just because, you know, prog is prog. Well, that sounds like bullshit, isn't it? All right, Josh, that's <laughs> enough from Josh. Right, Charlie goes on a bit, moving on he? to Friday. Yeah, he... <laughs> yeah so, so should we start Friday. on the top here? Oh yes, and now the Ronnie James Dio stage is opened. The main stage. The big one. The big boy. The big boy. It's two days in. We're all feeling like shit, covered in rain and piss and mud. And beer. <laughs> Ready to... Oh god, party again. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep partying forever. So, Devin Townsend. We've had a lot to say about Devin Townsend in this podcast. Yeah, and there's something special about his set this year, right? Yeah, so it's a fan-chosen set, so you, you can actually go and look it up on Spotify, Devin Townsend by request, yeah. and... Just to pick out a few songs that I'm looking forward to seeing. Love, Detox, All Hail the New Flesh, Jula, Stormbending, Almost Again, Spirits Will Collide, Grace. There's, okay, there's, okay, there's a okay. lot of good stuff. You want to see the whole set. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? When we did our Devon Townsend, uh, we reviewed one of his albums. I was pretty harsh about yeah. it, but um, this playlist is fucking good. It's really and good. It's really I cannot good. wait. I, I genuinely wait think it. it might be fucking brilliant because I've always been a massive Strapping Young Lad fan and there's there's a good, like... Mm you know, third of the set, which is strapping on lead. Mm. So I think that's going to be great, yeah. So also on the main stage, just before Devin Townsend, you have Skin Dread? Not a band I'm a fan of, but I am willing to go and see it and see if I like it. Yeah, i got to agree. It's not something that I regularly listen to, but um, like but Rick. seeing them live, they are they are fucking good. Mm. So looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, Svalbard, uh, sort of a euphoric post-rock kind oh, of yeah. vibe. I yeah, think that'd be yeah. really cool. And they're from Bristol, so that's cool. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and there's, there's quite a... Quite a few good bands on on the main stage that that day. Who else is good? I'm looking forward to Love. Oh yeah. They're a kind of Radiohead sort of Deftones kind of vibe. I've not listened to either of those bands, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Um... Uh, it's a bit shameful, really. <laughs> Other points of reference. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, Acid Rain, I, I've heard a few songs from and thought like, oh, that's kind of cool. There's sort of more on the know what, Anthrax Tom? side of Fresh, but. When I was listening to one song by every band, I did envision you and I sort of walking past each other into these into and out of these tents as i go in to see a band you're on your way out that sort yeah of thing. yeah yeah well because then on the on friday i think so partly before devin i think on headlining the sophie stage is napalm death who uh, yes. are you know sort of godfathers of grindcore i love grindcore but napalm death have never i got into like late grindcore really and they probably have a kind yeah. of early grindcore. So I, I'd yeah, I feel like late grindcore is when it got really time. fucking weird. Yeah, late grindcore <laughs> is, 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 yeah, well, we did a, we did an episode on it. <laughs> yeah. So you go listen to that if you want. Episode, I don't know, 15, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot to look for at this point, so just find it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Conan, who I've barely listened to, but they're a sort of doomy kind of thing. That would be cool. Yeah, I feel like Conan are one of those big names of a doom, like straight up doom. Mm-hmm. Scene. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Conan. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way over to see them. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then Evile are playing as well, who were a big band that I was a oh, fan yeah. of for a while. Like their first album, Enter the Grave, I absolutely love. Solid, back to back, fresh. Their second album, Infected Nations, was absolutely brilliant as well. Unfortunately, their bassist died after that, and they had a bit of kind of like you know tumultuous kind of lineup changes and stuff. Released a couple yeah. of good albums but not amazing albums in my opinion <laughs> they've recently come back with their latest album hell unleashed which is more of like a return to their earlier stuff the old guitarist who left the band has now come back as the lead singer 
He's the old lead singer's Hello. brother, so he sounds a lot like him. Oh, stop. I'm going cross-eyed. But it's slightly sort of heavier. And I, I, I've i listened to their new album quite a lot, actually. And I've listened to some of their early albums quite a lot as well. So there'll definitely be at least half the set that I probably know quite well. So that's cool. Okay, so you're going to go see Evil. Yeah. I'm understanding that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are there any others on the uh, Sophie stage for Friday for you? Nothing that jumps out. But I'm looking at this band. What are they called? Agrona. Is that it? I don't know. Yeah, they're black metal. Black metal. I'll go and see. I'll probably try and go and see every black metal band because if I get into a black metal gig and it's the kind of sound that I like, I can easily, so easy, just buy a beer and watch a black metal band. I've got to metal. say, there's not a lot of black metal this year. No, the there's pickings not. are pretty slim for black. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, Gargantua, who are oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. prog doom post band. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I'm gonna have the most slow paced weekend out of anyone. <laughs> well, I might take some opportunities to, you know slow down slightly and just uh, watch some mm. of these bands it's not something I do that often but it could be fun is there anything else on that day that's jumping out at you there is one band at the New Blood stage Sale oh yeah so Sale were previously called Husk mm. and we actually saw them together in Plymouth but I don't know if you remember it was a long time ago oh at the Stoner Doom yep Fest. That's the one. And it was an absolutely but they have now... day and I wore a leather jacket and I massively regret it. This is like your every story. <laughs> it <laughs> was hot and I much. wore leather. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're now sale. They've been sale for quite a few years now and I've been following them like ever since they changed from Husk and they kind of have a sludge metal style kind of in the vein of like Baroness. Oh, mate. So I think you might enjoy them yeah, and yeah. Um, I've not seen them since that day in Plymouth so nice. I'm I'm pretty excited to go and see them. Well, so I suppose that brings us on to Saturday with the almighty creator ahead. Hang on. Before you're speeding ahead. I want to hear what Josh thinks about Friday personally. All right. Friday is the first big day for me. There are a lot of great bands. You know, I think we're all in agreement here. <laughs> At least I hope we are. I I know Devon's playing. I'm not that hyped to see Devon. I think it'll be cool. But my main band I'm really excited for actually is Skindred just because they're so fun live. They have this really cool uh, gimmick that the Newport helicopter, which has to be seen to be believed, it has to be seen to be experienced. Similarly, Venom Prison. Well, not similarly. There can be different bands. Venom Prison also a band I'm excited to see. Straight up kind of death metal. Some interesting lyrical themes going on here. Kind of some interesting inversions of kind of the tropes of death metal that I really don't like. Where they kind of take the opposite opposite approach to it. And it's quite interesting, I think. Also, Svalbard, I think, would be really cool. I love their kind of atmospheric style. I know that, you know, about 10 minutes ago, or however long in the edit, I said that I don't really like kind of more downbeat, doomery, saddy sounding music at a festival. These guys are fast enough, I'll make an exception. And I think they will be a lot of fun to see. I think they're the band where I kind of hope it rains a little bit. I think it'll add to the kind of vibe quite a lot. Some light rain coming down throughout the whole set. Was far about playing their kind of quite sad, depressive sounding brand of not grunk, or I haven't described it as crust punk, whatever they are, they sound horrible in all the best also, ways. Also, beyond that, some bands I'd like to catch would be. Um, Raging Speedhold and Conan, just because, you know, they'd be fun to check out, some big grooves to kind of keep me going on Friday. I think it'd be a very different experience if we lived in a place like, you know, say Colorado or anywhere in Canada, but um, we'll have to make do with some beers uh, in the UK. Um, and on the smaller stages, I didn't expect this, but Sale are going to be one to watch for me. I've seen them on a lot of lineup sheets and a lot of billings, because they're a Southwest band, and they're kind of a staple of the scene. I've never actually seen them live, though, as far as I can tell, but they've got a really cool sound, and, you know, anything that kind of reminds me of Mastodon or uh, Baroness is always something I want to listen to more of, so I'm really excited to see them, see them live as well. I think that'll be a nice change from 
the kind of bigger bands. I think it's always really nice to see these less, you know, large, slightly smaller bands at festivals like this because they play to really big crowds and you can get a really good energy going there with 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 a lot of with a lot of fans you might not necessarily get to see when they play for example um local venues or local shows but that was an interesting take josh that was an interesting take i can't say i agree with anything josh said there to be honest no i wouldn't i wasn't expecting that totally unnecessary that he had in the middle about well it's unrepeatable really isn't it i know you we shouldn't we shouldn't let's just move on fucking move on (laughs) yeah so headlining on saturday on the ronnie james dio stage are the almighty creator oh yeah what do you think about creator then when we did our thrash attack episode Mm -hmm. i discovered creator during my sort Mm -hmm. of uh wider listening and i've been looking forward to bloodstock partly for creator ever since i'm really looking forward to it they're definitely a band where like i know i think i know all the hits but probably don't i'm probably not gonna know the rest of the lineup that's quite a good mix sometimes because that's a good pace to like get in the mosh when it takes you and then stand back a little bit. And, you know, maybe that brings us on to another question, man. Is will you be getting in the pits for Bloodstock? It's going to happen. It's got to happen. i got to say, I'm I'm not as big of a fan of the pit as you are. <laughs> I don't really know anyone else who is. <laughs> but, like, I'll get in there a couple of times and I think Creator might be... I think time. it really worked. A circle pit's an easy one. Get in there. Man, it's difficult when all you do is go to like Doom and Stoner gigs. There's not a lot of. That's practically the opposite I... of a pit. That's like, how fat can you get by the end of the set? <laughs> I can't remember which band it was, but they were like, we'll see you in the slow pit. And I was like, that's just walking in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> that's not hardcore. <laughs> so, Creator is going to be great. Right before that, we've got Cradle of Filth. Cradle of Filth. Right now. I am actually yeah. really excited for Cradle of Filth. <laughs> they were one of the first metal bands I ever got into. And I'm like, really? okay, I don't listen to them very much, if at all, to be honest. But <laughs> if somebody put together a set list of all the Cradle of Filth songs that they're probably going to play, I probably know all of them, like, quite well. Okay. I mean, I would definitely suggest listening to, like, Nymphetamine, listen to Shout Out of the Grave. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Shout Out of the Grave, I'm mixing Evil. You're mixing uh, Evil and... Uh, Cradle of Filth, man. You might get an, an interdominational hangover of that sort. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a second and I can actually do this Cradle of Filth bit properly. <laughs> Shut out of the grave. Shut upwards out of the ground. <laughs> they got songs like Nymphetamine, they got songs like Fetus of a New Day Kicking, they've got songs like Temptation, they've got songs like Shout Out of Hell, they've got a lot of stuff mm. that they're almost definitely going to play, which I like, and they're probably also going to play some songs where I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible, <laughs> but that's kind of why I like them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's, it's easy to joke about them, but no one hates them, you know what I mean? I feel like there's going to be a lot of people there who aren't fans who are going to be like, yeah, go on, you've got this! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Cradle of Filth as well. I feel like they're one of those bands that you have to have seen, mm. you know? They're just such like a cultural touchstone on like goth extreme Exactly, metal, yeah, like, yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, time they're to go see them. something. <laughs> mm, they certainly are. Although I bet Danny Filth gets COVID before the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing While She Sleeps, but only because I imagine Josh is going to go, and I'm going to go with Josh and see some metalcore. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, Silosis are slightly metalcore, and I probably... Yeah. I'll go see them if I'm, like, if it's, like, midday and I want something to do kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. to be honest, we, we covered Silosis as well, right? Yeah, they were and, cool. Um, cool. I liked the album, yeah, so... Yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing them as well. 
Gundra sounds like a band that you'd like, then. They are... They're actually pretty heavy. They're like, um, death prog, almost. Oh, really? Oh, okay, that might be cool. Yeah, cool. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as death, to be mm. honest. They're, they're not really death metal, but they're quite heavy and pretty fast-paced. Mm. So, you know, I just get all, <laughs> all overwhelmed and I just <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> and then on the um, Sophie stage, you've got Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons headlining, which is ex-Motorhead, so that's cool, but I don't know them, yeah. and uh, I'm not totally into them, so... Probably give that one a miss because I mean I'm, I'm pretty OC creative. Let's be real. Mm. But lower down on the lineup, you do have Winter Filth, Black Metal. Not again, not a Black Metal band I'm a huge yes. fan of, but I'll, I'll go see them. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I'd like to go and see them. Um, and following Winter Filth is Rampage Inc. They're like a Scottish prog band, which I think would be pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And also uh, King Goat, uh, kind of yes, sludgy. Sludgy thing. Yeah. Be fun. And you also have earlier on the lineup, you have Party Cannon, a grindcore band. Yes. With songs, <laughs> albums such as Partied <laughs> in Half. And it's a guy on the front <laughs> cover is like in two pieces. There's no blood anywhere. It's all just like confetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty famous for their like ridiculous stage shows and just like, you know, what, like inflatable shit and like throwing stuff in the car. Oh, you know, they'll be good. They'll be really yeah. good. It's yeah. probably going to be a little early in the day for that, but what am I talking about? It's Bloodstock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, um, there is one band that I really want to call out on the Jägermeister stage, which I think we should all go and see. Lowen. They're a, as far as I can tell, a duo. The lead singer is Iranian. Yeah, Nina Saidi. I mm-hmm, may have mm-hmm. butchered that name, and I apologize if I did. I think that is how so she you sings say, like a traditional. Yeah. Hey, so she sings in like a traditional Iranian style yeah. with like some really slow grinding guitars in the background. That sounds cool. It's fucking that sounds cool. cool. I yeah, like. That. I like. Yeah, that's a good. Really that good really that. mix. And then uh, I, yeah. I think uh, thing is, I'm probably not going to see anything on the New World stage that day because there's actually quite a lot I want to see on Saturday. Yeah, there's a couple of good bands on the New Blood stage. I'd call out um, the Ghouls and Hawks. They're both pretty, pretty fucking cool. That sounds cool. Oh, I thought the Ghouls and Hawks was the name of one band. And I was like, no, sorry. definitely a sort of folk punk band. <laughs> that would be Ghouls cool. Ghouls and though. Hawks. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's the Ghouls who are like a stoner groove band and uh, Hawks who are like like a grungy metal band. I don't know. Catchy, rhythmic. Seems pretty cool. Yeah, nice. nice, nice if nice. i got time, I'll definitely be there. The good thing about the New Blood stage is that you can like just wander in between massive bands and there'll be something happening which is normally interesting it's quite low commitment in a way because it's like no one's really expecting you to like know all the words or anything but it's a great way to check yeah, out I also a band find and you... be like oh shit they, these guys are good i could check them out that's exactly how i discovered rash decision who ended up being one of my favorite bands yeah and it's like finding and like an intimate underground bar gig where there's like a hundred people and there's great like crowd interaction but it's in the middle of like the festival ground. Yeah, so it's of a massive you just kind of wander in. You're like, oh shit, this is great. And then you wander back. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. And what does Josh think about this? For Saturday, Creator are a band I'd never listened to before I saw they were playing Bloodstock, but I'm super impressed with them. I really enjoyed them. I know they're a bit silly. You know, I mean, like screaming Satan is real over and over again is probably a bit much for me. But I mean, you know, I'm going to go there and jump around and i'll have a great time i think they're a great headlining act and they have loads of energy big riffs but also hard enough to get the bloodstock fans going which i think is a difficult line to walk paradise lost also are a big one for me on saturday they're kind of a bit slept on i feel they're a huge band in the scene but you don't really hear them that often but they really have are very influential on on you know kind of gothic metal and they've run a whole gamut of different genres in their time uh with a more recent sound kind of sounding very doomy and heavy and 
nasty sounding in a way that you didn't in, in an interesting way in a very sinister sounding way which you don't normally get from this from that kind of genre so i'm really excited to experience that again i want to see them play hits from their entire career i just want to see paradise lost also while she sleeps are going to be a load of fun they've got a really energetic raucous sound that kind of combines hardcore and metalcore and a bit metal all together in this really big melodic sing along jump around kind of way but doesn't sound and if you, if you listen to this and you're thinking that sounds horrible it doesn't sound the way you think it sounds it's great check them out they're gonna be a lot of fun i want to go there and sing along to all the songs in the field and have a great time salosis are probably the band i'm the most excited about on saturday i love salosis they've been one of my favorite bands since i was a teenager and they haven't played live in a while even before covid as far as i'm aware um, because uh, their their guitarist Josh Middleton has also been playing in Architects, and I think this is going to be a great set. Just coming back from this break from COVID, break from any other reasons they haven't played, and just playing their new music, their newest songs with a lot of energy, with a lot of ferocity that I am very excited to hear. Um, this is really like a main stage day for me, but all the same, I'm definitely going to pop over to the Jaeger tent for Mountain Caller who are a three-piece instrumental narrative prog band, which is a weird thing to say, but they are, I just love the concept. And I mean, you know, fantasy concept albums, prog metal, come on. Oh, that's interesting, Josh. Anyway, <laughs> on the Sunday, we have a very special band playing. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing Judas Priest. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I got into Priest through Bloodstock. Really? Saw them live. Wow, yeah, I know that. They headlined... Uh, 20-something. 2018. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So that's a little bit like, so you walked into, basically, <laughs> you walked into a small gig and Judas Priest were playing. <laughs> and you thought, wow, these guys are really going to go somewhere. <laughs> Do you know what? You know, like, you hear these massive bands and you're always like, I'm sure there's a reason they're great. Yeah. But I've never listened to them. And maybe one day I will. Well, I've watched them play live in 2018 and was hooked ever since mm. and i cannot wait to see them again at bloodstock because i honestly thought like you know with these these huge bands you're always like this could be the last time that they tour yeah absolutely i, mean, I saw i saw slayer seven times for that reason yeah <laughs> and now they're not and I, i'm hoping to have the same relationship with judas priest yeah. honestly because i've seen them twice I now and one a long time ago when i was much much younger like a teenager and then once at that Aww. same festival and yeah, man, they're killer. They're really, really good. You know, it's like, it's like what you were saying about um, Cradle of Filth. It's like they just define the genre that they come from. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, such a cultural priest. touchstone. <laughs> Is there anyone lower down the lineup you want to see on that day? I'm actually kind of looking forward to um, Therapy. Therapy? It does have a question mark. So, so you have you've got to say it with the upward inflection like you're a valley girl. Therapy? Therapy. <laughs> they're like, um, I don't even know if they're really that metal. They're kind of like an alt rock kind of thing, but. Um, yeah, pretty decent. I'm looking forward to checking them out. Interesting. However, Interesting. just before them is Orange Goblin, who I am definitely looking forward to. Now, this is a new discovery for me because I'm like, I feel like this is where our tastes collide a little bit, you know, because for me, I feel like Orange Goblin sound a lot like Motorhead. Oh, yeah. And I feel like they have all the occult, like, stoner vibes that you like. Oh, yeah. So I don't know their music too well, but I've got, like, nope. you know, we've got a couple of weeks to get do a bit of revising. And, uh, yeah. I think the only song I, like, really know 
which I might not be getting the name right, but it's like Heavy Ways the Crown. Yeah, that's good. That's one, a yeah. fucking good song, man. I, like I'm. I feel like this is very much a kind of go and get a nice beer and stand and watch kind of thing, and it, it could get good enough to go and get stuck in in the pit. Well, this is that's the perfect mix for me. Yeah. Is that for the first like half of the set, you're standing at the back just finishing your beer. And then you just sort of go like, yeah, do you know what? Fuck it. Pit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> that would be great. The best thing is, is when you're standing at the edge, just drinking, having a smoke, whatever. And then you look like above the crowd, even though I'm only about like five foot one. <laughs> you look above the crowd. <laughs> you look over the crowd and you see a bunch of people pitting and you're just like, fuck, I've got to get in there. And you nick your beer and yep. you just go straight in. And that that's always the most fun. Throwing yourself mm. into that. Yeah. Mm. I would also like to just mention um, Cedar Blot who are mm-hmm. starting on their Ronnie James Dio stage oh, on Sunday. Yeah. They're like a true Viking folk band. There's like no electric instruments. Wow, it's okay. It's just like straight up folk, which maybe on Sunday morning I'll be in the right not space. Not metal though, is it? Certainly not. <laughs> and therefore veto. So on the Sophie Lancaster stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Evil Scarecrow headlining. Who? Yeah, which if that has any kind of clash with Judas Priest, they are just fucked yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Because so. <laughs> it's going to be so difficult to compete yeah. with Priest. But I hopefully we'll get I to would, see honestly, them. I would honestly... Yeah, nice. man, definitely. Yeah. I think they would be such a good warm-up for Priest. Well, if like, they're finishing after Priest, they'll probably play Robototron last, in which case you could go straight from Priest ooh. to Robototron. Which is, I mean, how would you describe Evil Scarecrow? It's like sort of mad scientist horror-themed metal, right? Oh, yeah. And they have a lot of uh, they have a lot of gimmicks. A lot of, like, here's what you got to do for this song. A song called Crab You Long, yeah. where you have to, like, act like a crab and shuffle left and right. It's, it's sound... Uh, yeah. I mean, I try. I talk to people sometimes. I'm like, oh, I have a podcast about metal, and they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, it's actually really cool these days. And then I think about a band like Evil Scarecrow, and I'm like, nah, it's not, is it? <laughs> but it is. Evil Scarecrow is pure like fun, though, aren't they? Like they are just fun. Yeah. Like, and then Black Spiders. I'm pretty sure I've heard of them. And then Necronorskill. <laughs> Necronorskill are a black metal band. And then Green Lung are playing as well. Who you wanted to go and see, Ben? Green Lung, mm. who are preceded by Black Tongue. Two is bands that what that, that I really want to see. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you know what? I actually thought Black Tongue had been taken off the lineup because I couldn't read mm-hmm, their logo, mm-hmm. which I know is a common like thing. Yeah. But Black Tongue's particularly it's very I just hard to read that, but it is it. a good logo. Yeah. Now that I see it. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Green Lung are like a stoner kind of. I'd say they have like kind of like that. I'm not gonna make a direct comparison to Early Sabbath, but they have that like folk metal edge. That's pretty. That's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty yeah. up my street. So I'm looking forward to that. Like I say, previous to that, we have a Black Tongue who are like a death prog band, and I'm really fucking looking forward to them. Their album, The Deer, uh, was one of my sort of favorites from last year, recommended to oh, me right. by our friend Tom, not you, mm. other Tom, and uh, it's really fucking good. So I'm looking forward to that. The rest of the, I mean, to be honest, at this point, I think I'm going to be a bit. <laughs> I'm probably going to be spending a lot of time at the campsite. Probably lying down. Do you know what though, Tom? There is one band that I think you and I will have a particularly special spiritual connection to, who we might want to go and see. And that that band is Trilobite, who are playing on the Jägermeister stage. Now, the reason that I think you and I might have a particular connection to these guys is that they were apparently formed in a pub quite near and dear to our heart. They were. Um, they apparently met in the Sorry Head in Exeter. You're kidding me! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So something good it's has apparently... come out of the sorry head. <laughs> well, apart well from, you don't count this podcast? <laughs> yeah, apart from endless nights of drunken debauchery. What am I talking yeah, about? So a lot of good came out of that place. 
<laughs> Try the bite of like a prog sort of uh, a metal band. So okay. I don't know if you actually like their music, but <laughs> they've yeah. been to a sorry head. So. Well, and Boycott the Baptists are a kind of bona fide late grindcore sort of act as well. So that could be something to watch. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to have the energy at that point. Yeah, we'll see. There's one more for me from the uh, New Blood stage. Uh, Sorceress of Sin. Another occult rock metal kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Nice, yeah. I mean, there's a band called Fellowship who look like they might be Lord of the Rings themed. So... They are like the most over-the-top, ridiculous power metal thing I've ever seen in my life. But they look hilarious. And I'm actually... I've just kept on a picture of them and all of them have short hair except for one person. So, low effort, guys. Low effort. <laughs> <sighs> for Sunday... Judas Priest. We talked about them on the podcast before, and I had a really great time listening to them. I really want to see them again live now. I only, I, the first time I saw them live was at Bloodstock. The first time I really listened to them was seeing them live at Bloodstock, and I had a great time. And having had a chance to get into them a bit more, they are really, really, really good. And I think that it's going to be great to see them playing live in person again. They have so much energy and they are really just kind of dist- oh, don't know if you can hear the dog there, apologies. Um, they have so much energy and they really just distill down so much of the essence of metal into their sound, into their lyrics, into their vibe in a way that I really don't think you see with a lot of bands that these guys are just going to be you know, they're a great way to end the festival really. The other big bands for me on Sunday I'm going to kick off with Gl- Glory Hammer Alestorm but even sillier. I mean what else do you need to say? Like songs about unicorns invading Dundee, heroes from Scotland. It's just fantastic. There's so much going on there. It's pure power metal cheese, and I think that's going to be a load of fun and a great kind of appetizer meal for Judas Priest. Also, though, moving back towards kind of the metalcore, Bleed from Within, I think, are one of the kind of best metalcore deathcore bands out there in the UK in particular at the moment, and they've got so much energy and bounce, and just they're going to be a load of fun to see live with their kind of big hooky melodic riffs alongside lots of great stuff going on there and that'll be a lot of fun to see though maybe i'll be a bit tired for that on sunday i guess we'll find out also vexed are a bit of a newcomer on the scene but they write just excellent techie metalcore uh with lots of melodic hooks big sing-along choruses and lots of you know well sometimes big sing-along choruses sometimes it's just properly heavy they've just released their debut album is really good and i'm excited to see them live i think it's probably gonna be one of their first times playing live as well so that's going to be really cool to see as well. And finally, Black Tongue, just ridiculously heavy masters of deathcore. What else is there to say? They are just horrible sounding, absolutely nihilistic, and completely without redemption or any hope of ascending from the hell pit in which they live. And I think that's what makes them great. And they are going to be a very slow band, a very, a very kind of oppressive sounding band but definitely a band worth checking out it's gonna be interesting to see them at a festival where everyone's used to kind of jumping around and dancing because that's not really something you can do to black tongue and i think it's going to be an interesting situation seeing them in you know on 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 the lord's day in the sun in august because that's not the vibe that i say say with them so i'm kind of expecting the skies to cloud over and the moon to eclipse the sun when they're playing and I think it's going to be a fantastically horrible experience. Well, so I think that about covers our list of bands that we're going to see. Are you afraid, Ben? Do you know what? When you list out all those bands, mm. it kind of puts into perspective how much time we're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, as well, there's a lot to do when you're at a metal festival. If you're fucking hungover oh, yeah. and you're at home, you sit there and you wallow in it. But you know when you go to work and you're hungover? You can normally snap out of it by about halfway yeah. through the day. And I feel like Bloodstock so does that a little bit where, all right, you feel like shit when you wake up, but get a good cup of coffee in you, go and have a fucking breakfast toasty or whatever, mm-hmm. have a vitamin C tablet, you yeah. might be okay. 
You might be okay. Have another beer. Yeah, I'd have a beer at 11 in the morning. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm finding it a little I bit hard well. to contain. <laughs> <laughs> well, two weeks from today, I'm seriously looking forward to it. I well, can't we're going to be there two weeks from today. And we're going to be hopefully recording some video. We're, we're hoping to make a bit of a vlog. Not at the, yeah, not we're at gonna... the scale of some of the Bloodstock vlogs, but we want to get some footage captured of oh, people yeah. licking each other's rotten feet and that sort of thing. We might have to blur that. We're blurring nothing, mate. <laughs> You're only going to be access, get able to access this on live leak. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah, fucking hell. Well, I think it's going to be a good weekend, though. Yep. Weekend? It's not a weekend, um, though, is it? <laughs> basically a week. Yeah. It's basically a, it's a working week. Well, by the time I'm recovered from Bloodstock, it will be Wednesday again. So it will practically be a weekend. Because <laughs> I've, got, I've got the Tuesday off work. I mean, we're going to be driving back for most of Monday anyway. Yeah. Also, Ben, I I'm have a couple of questions for you. Actually, no, it's the same question, but slightly different. Well, kind okay. of, anyway. I don't know, I'll just ask the question. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Can I Please. do a Sainsbury's order of beer to your house for you just to store? Because there's no fucking chance I'm taking that on the train from London. <laughs> and yes, given that, can I order fine. potentially another couple of things to your house? Such as? Uh, the trolley and the gazebo. Nothing off the dark web. Oh, and some crack cocaine as well. <laughs> I'm glad you're getting the crack. All right, well, I think that's... Uh, Maybe our Bloodstock chat concluded? Yeah, I think so. So we're going to have the festival. We'll be back with a post-Bloodstock roundup. Um, hopefully with all three of us, although maybe one of us won't make it. Yep. Well, Who I'll, knows? I'll, I'll, finally, I'll finally die. It should have happened a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. And then I think we're going to be back to semi-normal programming after that, hopefully. We're yeah. hoping to get out an episode a week, hoping to do the free brand structure. But we might mix it up a little bit, you know, if needs be. I think... Uh, you know, in this time of escape from lockdown, we all just want to be out partying. <laughs> Maybe not every week, but we're hoping to get out at least three episodes a month. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. that sounds. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds. We've got a lot planned yeah. for the rest of the season. We got. Uh, we got. We got another genre episode. We got a, another non-metal episode. We've got a final season two rambling episode, and then we'll be back oh, with yeah. season three. And yeah, who knows where we'll be by then? Oh, it's a long road ahead. It is. Oh boy. It is. It's a long old road. So much music. And the thing is, Ben, in 15 days' time, we will have been to Bloodstock. No, that's not true. We'll Ooh. be at Bloodstock. Yes, we'll be at Bloodstock. Yeah. I was worried about your maps then. Uh, in 21 days' time, we will have been to Bloodstock. I don't want to think about that. I want to think about 14 days' time when it will now be nighttime and we will be. Alright, this, this be very time drunk. next week, what exactly are we going to be doing? We're probably. This time next week, um, it will be a week from Bloodstock. <laughs> Your sense of time is totally out. This man. time, in two weeks' time, <laughs> what are we going to be doing? We're going to be sitting on camping chairs, drinking warm beer. Yeah, that about music. sums it up. Or, actually, no, we won't be because the fucking onslaught will be playing right now. <laughs> oh shit! We'll be so I'm going to be in the go. pit for onslaught and probably pouring a whole pint of beer over my head in wearing two weeks, a dress. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be That's brilliant. weird to think about. That is weird. Not, not the dress part. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our Bloodstock special. Yeah. Hope Thanks you enjoyed. Everyone. And uh, Josh, any closing thoughts? There's a lot of great stuff I'm really hopeful for Bloodstock. There's so many cool bands. But for me, the most important thing, and the thing I'm going to miss the most when I have me to festivals, the thing I really want to see is just the scene kind of coming back to life, you know? Nature is healing, and, and metal is returning to its natural place in the world. That Once again, we will see people wandering into shops selling cheap reproduction Thor's hammers, and I want to go in there and buy a Thor's hammer on a pendant and put it on and 
walk around with it you know i i i think this is going to be great all those little shops and things all those little weird metal vendors that is what i've missed as much as the music the scene and all this strange subculture stuff that you don't get anywhere else and i'm just really excited to see that again in august so that's all from me disembodied this week i hope to return in person ish to the metal face podcast shortly and until then thank you very much Cheers, guys. See you later. We shouldn't have asked, really, oh, should we? Was, we shouldn't have asked. That was asked. just that so was unnecessary. Honestly. Grief. I, what is wrong? What is wrong? Should we, should we kick him every off? Every week. Podcast? Every week every, he's like yeah. this. I don't know what. Honestly. I don't know why he said. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners, for, that you had to hear that. But mm. you know, this is just. Yeah. This is what you he's didn't like. You need to edit it into the podcast. I mean, you could have stopped yourself, yeah, but you kept I it know. in. Well, I know. That's my problem, really. Anyway, I'll see you next week, Ben. No, I won't, because we're not recording till after Bloodstock. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, I genuinely will see you though, Ben. The night before Bloodstock. It was the night before Bloodstock. And all Fully Land, <laughs> the little children, are getting ready to get wasted. <laughs> Alright, I'll see you later, Potato. Alright, see you bye later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, you can cut a lot of that, I think.